when we think about money today, we are in this world of open banking and APIs that are enabling all sorts of integrations and invisible ways of um, payments and customer experiences uh, through entities that are not financial service entities. It might be an e-commerce uh, site or some other payment site and, and money is flowing. So already there, we have a lot of innovation, but it is at the access point. And then if we look at the innovation that already is here through blockchain and distributed ledger, it's basically private stable coins like Tether and USDC and, and DAI and so on, but also central bank digital currencies. Those two are already here. And, and with the CBDCs, there's over 80 projects in the pipeline. And, and I suggest to you, if you want, there's a, a great um, visual uh, tracker of global CBDC projects and, and, their, um, and, and their stage by the big think tank, uh, the Atlantic Council. And there you, you'll see that already we have two live ones one from uh, the Bahamas and one from the Eastern Caribbean. Of course, those are small countries, but now we are all awaiting for the digital Juan, which is China's um, uh, digital uh, CBDC that has been piloted in, in specific cities and for specific purposes. And if you look at how the piloting has been done, has been done, it's, these are great examples of programmable money because they are able to put out airdrop a digital one for only a specific purpose, for example, to be used for transportation for public employees and only with a certain expiration date. So you see how CBDCs can enable um, to airdrop uh, money for specific needs when, when they're needed. And we all know, especially through COVID, how valuable, um, uh, how valuable this, uh, this uh, is. Now, in terms of the, the potential here, there's many different areas where tokens uh, can create and unlock a lot of value and create new business models. So loyalty, loyalty uh, rewards within ecosystems is one area where it's easy to imagine how tokens can be used within large ecosystems or to reward uh, early users or adopters. And we already see that um, in, in the DeFi world, in the, the decentralized finance world, where a lot of the, the protocols there, or the dApps rather, uh, are, are rewarding their users with tokens the more they use uh, the services. We're also seeing 
very nice projects that are for good, if, if you like, around universal basic income. And there again, there's specific um, issuance of tokens for specific periods. South Korea has uh, deployed the universal basic income uh, scheme during COVID, Spain did. Um, we have a couple of uh, municipalities in the US that have launched UBI uh, uh, schemes and are considering to uh, sort of um, uh, continue them in specific sectors, for example, for, for teachers. Other uh, applications are tokens for machine to machine exchanges that have not been used yet so much, but there's a lot of potential, especially in the industrialization or the scaling of the internet of things where machines will be talking to machines and supply chain will be seamless. I've seen a couple of examples of tokens that have been tested in capital markets. We have blockchain use cases to settle securities, uh, especially in the private markets using blockchain uh, to, and, and smart contracts to be able to uh, transparently and secure, uh, securely uh, issue and settle and, and through their life manage uh, cash flows, coupons, and so on through um, distributed ledger. And, uh, and another major use case that I, I love um, has to do with uh, tokens to issue mutual business credit. So imagine an ecosystem of businesses, various sizes, and instead of um, having a central entity that issues loans and, and is the intermediary to borrow and lend like we're used to, or to, to do the, the usual model of over collateralizing assets to borrow. Here, we can create um, an ecosystem, a marketplace of businesses uh, that um, exchange credit between them and the token is the way this um, exchange is done. If you think of this, we are, this is the next generation of a barter economy, uh, but with digital tokens. And, and there's many more examples that I can share with you just before, um, joining you today earlier, I was listening to the fantastic uh, story of um, uh, an entrepreneur and founder of Paxful. Paxful is um, uh, an African uh, crypto business. If you look at the website, that's what you would understand. You would just think that, okay, here's another way to, to buy and sell and trade um, uh, Bitcoin or, or, or crypto, but really what they're doing is they're enabling people in countries like 
Nigeria that has capital controls and you and you can't, you know, if you want to to buy something online or offline outside the country, uh, you really can't do that. So uh, Bitcoin can be used as a peer-to-peer -to -peer token if you want to circumvent this this problem. So um, it's, it's all about using tokens to solve real problems. Here I'm not talking to you today about the potential of cryptocurrencies as an investment. I'm, I'm, I'm discussing the possibilities of rethinking what money is. Money is to facilitate economic activity whether it's issued by uh, central banks, whether it's issued by private entities as stable coins or other, uh, it's native to blockchains and the use cases tokens to facilitate how machines talk to each other or how people that can't do cross-border micropayments uh, or um, capital markets, cross-border settlements. It doesn't matter. We're, we're talking about solving problems um, efficiently. 